This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Joe Simons, like Diamonds here on the Impact Outdoors podcast. And uh, we were down at a little, a little, little Gasparilla Island. It's a small little barrier island off of Florida, a little bit south of Sarasota. And we're like, man... Now that we're graduating, we had no money, like zero. Like I was negative. I owed money uh, after after college, and I was like, man, how 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 cool would it be, you know, to have like a fishing company, like recreate all this cool stuff we've been able to do, you know, through our teenage years, and and, and that was kind of a dream. And then you know, we we kind of let it let it die, unfortunately, and went down our own path. Luke went into the, uh, a different type of finance with a big a big Fortune 500 company, and I went to a smaller one. And then uh, it was about after 10 years of doing that, we both felt like God was calling us to do something else. And, and we weren't unhappy or like depressed, but we just weren't very fulfilled. You know, I wasn't waking up like excited and, and passionate about what I was doing. And, and at the time I was reading a ton of different books, uh, you know, personal development books, things on, 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 on faith and on marriage and just relationships and relationship with God and money and just all kinds of different books. And kind of just like I was grasping for something, you know, uh, you know, when just you feel like there's maybe not an emptiness, but I guess that's probably the best word to explain it. Just you, you, you feel like there's something more, right? You, you spend all your teenage years and you're 18, 19, all of a sudden you do get that job that you dreamed about, man, as soon as I get a job and get money, I'm buy my first car and buy my first house and I'm going to marry a hot girl and then we're going to have kids. And like, I did all that stuff. And I, I, I felt like, man, like, there's got to be more than this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Impact Outdoors Podcast. And we've got the one and only Joe Simons from the Salt Strong Fishing Club on the show today. And, uh, man, what a great story. Uh, the Simons brothers, Joe and Luke, have built an awesome thing over there in Florida and are helping share their passion for getting people back to fishing um, with everybody all across the country and um, doing a lot of great things. And, really bringing some insight from some really good guides and professional anglers in and giving advice and how to fish certain areas and things like that on a, on a daily 
basis um, in the Salt Strong Insiders Club, and uh, um, but it wasn't no easy task to get to where they're at today. So these guys went through a lot growing up, um, trying to build their careers and stuff, and going back and forth and trying to figure out what they were going to do with their lives, and and really through faith and family and the power of fishing have been a huge success and i'm so glad to know both these guys and uh, getting to spend a, a few minutes with them over at icast this year and uh, hanging out with them talking about some stuff and um but uh this is a great episode can't wait for you guys to hear it and so with that let's get right into the episode here with joe simons All right, well, I'm super excited this week to have Mr. Joe Simons from Salt Strong over in Florida on the show with us today here on Impact Outdoors Podcast. How you doing, Joe? What's up, brother? Pumped to be here. <laughs> Good to see you. So y'all uh, y'all are staying busy, I know, uh, with everything y'all got going on with uh, Salt Strong and and raising the family and and, uh, and then Tampa, where you're, 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 are you, do you live in Tampa or so I was, I was born in Tampa and my wife and I, we had, uh, we had two daughters, we were there and then we had a son and you know, the third child, it does something different with the <laughs> dynamic of a family. And all of a sudden you go from one-on-one to this just full court press. And like, we were about like, not, not to like, like get divorced or anything, but it was the most stress on our relationship that you could possibly imagine. And we never, like, we didn't have time to do anything together. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. My parents were in winter Haven, Florida. And, and this is just kind of a, a cool tip in terms of, of parenting as I get older and, and my kids have grandkids and my mom could sense it. And my dad could sense it. And they said, uh, how about this? They said, if you guys move to winter, Haven, which is only an hour, hour and 10 hour and 15 minutes away, and it's right in the center of Florida. So I can get to both coasts pretty quickly. Yep. And, uh, you know, they said, if, if you come to winter Haven, you know, not only will we, you know, obviously be built in babysitters because they're retired now, but, uh, you pick one night a week, you know, like a, 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 like a Tuesday, Wednesday, not like a weekend, like pick any night and we'll put it on the counter and we'll pick up all three kids from school and we'll bathe them, feed them. You guys have a date night to yourself. And I said, put it in writing. And they did. And, and we literally like six months later, we moved to Winter Haven. So my brother's still, he's in St. Pete on the water okay. and I'm in Winter Haven. Um, and, and man, marriage is the best it's been and family life. It, it was, it was, it seems weird as a company called Salt Strong as a co-founder living right in the heart of Winter Haven on a lake. But uh, it, it's, man, it is sometimes you got to put the family first and, and it has yeah. been great because you know, I get to go to both coasts in an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And it's a, mm-hmm. uh, it's a pretty cool setup. So that's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we moved down here in Texas and away from everybody. So we're about 500 miles away from all oh, of our wow. family. So <laughs> we don't, we don't get that unfortunately, but uh, uh, we're getting ready to take a vacation in August up to see him. And uh, so I already told my mom, dad, I was like, Hey, so y'all, y'all were watching the kids for at least one night. So we at least go eat dinner. So. <laughs> I love it. But man, family is such a cool thing. And, and, uh, we're so blessed to have kids now to, yeah. to get out and get on the water and teach them things like fishing and all that stuff. Oh, and yeah. I know that's really important to you and, uh, and, and Luke for sure with what all y'all have got going on, but you know, you've got a really interesting background, you know, with your, with your life and, and starting out and, and kind of the, the business world and stuff sales that y'all were doing and then and the, the transgression into where y'all are at now yep. and and stuff and uh, i love everything you guys do um since y'all started it's been awesome and i really love um 
how important faith is to you and, and being able to express that in, in, in your podcast that you do. That was one of the main things, um, it really got me interested is when you started doing your, your unchurched, um, yeah. podcast. So I really appreciate that. And, uh, I'll never forget the first, I think the first episode we listened to, which is kind of how I, I got in contact with you was, um, listening to pastor Johnny's story on your show. Oh, wow. That was a powerful one. Yes. And yeah. we were driving to Missouri for Christmas or something. And, uh, um, and he was giving his kind of testimony to you and, and yeah. about all the stuff he was doing on his, was his bicycling stuff he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah, yeah good memory. Right. That was a while ago. And, uh, um, and he mentioned, uh, he studied under kind of his mentor was Jeannie Mayo, which is who our pastors at our church here in Galveston studied under. And cool. I was just like, what a coincidence, you know? Yeah. And so I'll have to get with Joe sometime and, and, and talk about that. But, um, it's been really, really good listening and watching all you guys are doing and, uh, helping the fishing community across the country and, and stuff. So we appreciate that. Thanks man. We're having fun doing it, which is, which is even better. Yeah. So, yeah. but, um, I know, uh, um, I'd like to just kind of hear a little bit from you, just kind of, you know, what got you, I mean, passion wise into the outdoors, you know, and kind of, you know, kind of a cliff notes version of, of, of your life up until now, you know, and how everything got started with, with what y'all are doing with salt, salt strong. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, it does go back to family and my dad, grandfather, and I don't even know if the great grandfather was, but certainly my dad and grandfather who I was real close with, uh, and my dad's still alive, grandfather's not, but they were all Eagle Scouts. And so, you know, big into, into camping and hunting and, and boating. And, um, and so that was just something we grew up with. And, you know, looking back, you know, when you're young and some of your friends, you know, their, their families go through stuff and divorces happen. Like we were always blessed that it didn't, that never, we never went down that path. And now as I'm an adult and have my own kids and a wife, I look back and I was like, man, the one thing that united us, I mean, throughout all that, because there's always trials and tribulations in any kind of relationship in a family. And the one thing that united us was just all that time, usually out in the water. I mean, my dad went through just countless boats. I, I can't, I don't even, I couldn't even remember how many he had. He'd show up with a new one. My mom would get mad and he's like, all right, I'll trade the other one in. But it was just part of what we did. All of our vacations were around that. And so it was just something Luke and I have done since we were, we were little and I think, you know, perhaps took it for granted when we were younger. And, and then I remember kind of fast forward and it, uh, we just finished college uh, as in like fresh out. And uh, we were down in a little, a little, little Gasparilla Island. It's a small little barrier Island off of Florida, a little bit South of Sarasota. And we're like, man, now that we're graduating, we had no money, like zero. Like I was yeah. negative. I owed money uh, after, after college. And Everybody I was like, man, how, how, how cool would it be? <laughs> you know, to have like a fishing company, like recreate all this cool stuff we've been able to do, you know, through our teenage years. And, and, and that was kind of a dream. And then, you know, we, we kind of let it, let it die, unfortunately, and went down our own path. Luke went into the, uh, a different type of finance with a big, a big fortune 500 company. And I went to a smaller one. And then uh, it was about after 10 years of doing that, we both felt like God was calling us to do something else. And, and we weren't unhappy or like depressed, but we just weren't very fulfilled. You know, I wasn't waking up like excited and, and passionate about what I was doing. And, and at the time I was reading a ton of different books, uh, you know, personal development books, things on, 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 on faith and on marriage and just relationships and relationship with God and money and just all kinds of different books. And kind of just like I was grasping for something, you know, uh, you know, when just you feel like there's maybe not an emptiness, but 
I guess that's probably the best word to explain it. Just you, you, you feel like there's something more, right? You, you spend all your teenage years and you're 18, 19, all of a sudden you do get that job and that you dreamed about, man, as soon as I get a job and get money, I'm buying my first car and buy my first house and I'm going to marry a hot girl and then we're going to have kids. And like, I did all that stuff. And I, I, I felt like, man, like there's gotta be more than this. And, and so it was always that, you know, kind of like nagging, like, man, like in some days would be better than others, but it was always like this almost kind of like a nagging thing where I'd have a bad day. I'm like, man. And I kept going back to that, that day that Luke and I had it really is a week on little gas. I was like, man, there's gotta be some way that we can tie in fishing and unite other families through fishing and, uh, and never happened. And, and then lo and behold, we were, we were at a conference in Chicago and Luke and I now at this point work together. So uh, he had quit his job and, and joined in with me. And, and, and I think we were happier because we were doing our own little thing versus working for the, for the man, if you will. But it, it still felt like there was a little bit of a void, some kind of gap. And uh, we were sitting in the hotel room, we we're having a beer and we're like, man, all these customers, we're this big conference in Chicago. There's all these customers and this whole thing's just wearing me out. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, I guarantee I'm not going to be doing this in five years from now. Luke's like me neither. And I was like, what are we waiting on? Like I'd read all these books. It's like, if you're not happy, you're not like, let's, there's never a perfect time, right? Never a perfect time to have kids, never a perfect time to move. Definitely never a perfect time to try to move your family across the state lines. Uh, but I was like, let's just, let's just figure out a way to do it. And we just kept praying on it, praying on it. And, and lo and behold, like shortly after, like within a couple of months, uh, we get connected to these, uh, these guys that we had never met before and they offered to buy our little company. And, uh, and like, that was just like this, wow, like, whoa, we were kind of praying. We didn't really expect it to happen like that. Yeah. And, and it did. And, and uh, here's the coolest thing. It was probably the best thing that could have happened to us. You know, when someone buys your company, we didn't sell for a ton of money. Uh, I mean, it was, it was good money, but it wasn't the kind where we could sit there and loaf the rest of our lives. Like it was, it gave us about a year, maybe two years of a cushion. Mm-hmm. that, you know, we could still keep paying our bills and, and pay the rent and all that and, and keep lights on, but it wasn't crazy money. But even then, if you saw a company, any smart person buying it is going to make you sign some type of non-compete, not, not an NDA, but some type of non-compete that, Hey, if I buy your company there, you're not going to go compete against me in the yeah. exact same field. And so we had to sign a two year non-compete and I'm, and there's a reason I'm telling you this. So we signed that, you know, got a little bit of cash and started salt strong. And, and the dream was, Hey, we're going to, it's always been about education first and uniting families through fishing. And, and that sounds cool. I mean, that sounds like a, an awesome, great idea. Everyone's everyone. Hey, I love it. But in the, the day, you still got to have a company that makes money to be able to pay bills and, and support yourselves and hire new people and all that great stuff. And really even just to serve your, your customers and your community. And so we went 18 months. We're at month 18 and we still had not paid ourselves a penny. There was a little bit of, of money coming in, but not that much. Like there was more going out than in. And I remember going back, like we were so stressed out, like working every day, meaning like every day, Sundays included, and just had no life, just cranking out content, just like going a hundred miles an hour, just praying it was going to work. And we went back to that contract. Cause like, it was the point where Luke's like, man, maybe we should just go back in financial services. We know we can make good money there. And, and just scrap this whole idea. It's just not going to work. And, uh, and, and had, had we not had that two years, we, we might've done it then. 
Uh, like we were so close to just giving up and it gives me goosebumps talking about it. Cause like, I remember the, just the feelings and the emotions of the time. And it was just like, just absolute defeat. And we're like, all right, well, we got to at least go six more months of cranking out content and just finding a way to, to work. And it was in that time frame where we kind of discovered, you know, what our, our business kind of more looks like today, which is really a club. Uh, and, and I mean, it was, it's crazy how that all happened. And I, I truly believe in a, in a God's big plan and that, you know, he puts all these little, sometimes what we think are roadblocks or obstacles in the way for, for a purpose, just to sometimes even, even test you. And I mean, looking back, man, like, thank goodness that was there. Cause otherwise I wouldn't be on this podcast and, and salt strong might not be, you know, a name that anyone recognizes. It might just be a, an old, uh, old domain, you know, for, uh, for sale right now. So it's, uh, it, it's pretty cool how all that worked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's funny because, uh, you know, God's got a plan for everything. And so, you know, putting like the tests and all that stuff, it's like, yeah. man, it, 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 you know, you gotta have faith and to get through that and, and keep going oh, yeah. forward and stuff. And, and that's really hard, especially today. I mean, just look what's happened in the last year and a half. I mean, the whole world shut down basically. Yep. And, um, it's been hard for a lot of people and, oh, yes. uh, and, um, you know, we're kind of finally starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and coming out of that now. But, uh, um, it's, uh, it's been, there's been a lot of good things that's happened in the last year and a half too. And I think you could probably attest to that just because so many more people have gotten outdoors oh, yeah. and, and been able to, to spend time with their families and stuff. And so to me, you know, I'm always trying to look for something good out of something bad. And, and that's been the biggest blessing we've seen over here, you know, through my charter business and the stuff that we do with the kids and all that stuff over here. And, and just getting to spend more time with the family and stuff during that, during that time last year. So, you know, you got to take it, take it, take what you can get out of it. So, yeah, it was, I mean, if you look at what it did, it, it slowed us down as a society and, and really worldwide, but America needed it a lot. We were all just so busy with our lives and didn't have time for anything. And like, we have all these time saving devices and apps and, and we weren't even spending time with our own kids and families. Yeah. Right. I mean, divorce rate was at all time high suicide rate, all time high. I mean, the family unit all time low. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, if you look at it, even though COVID was and still is horrible, I mean, it brought people home for the first time It had people working from home and actually hanging out with their kids and getting experienced life with their family. Uh, there was certainly some, some really cool pros, uh, in terms of a family. And now, I mean, a lot of these companies realizing, Hey, we don't have to have all these big expensive buildings and we can let people work from home and have a little bit of balance. So I, I, I think there's definitely some good things that came out of it. Yeah, for sure. So, but, um, um, you know, what is, um, you, you know, you, you mentioned that salt strong is, ba is basically a fishing club and stuff, yeah. you know, kind of talk about, you know, where did y'all see that? That first idea of, of developing this, this, um, I don't even know what the best word to describe it is just kind of this, this group to get together and learn and stuff. And I know you guys, I mean, you started in Florida, but it's expanded across the whole country, basically, you know, and, and I mean, how did that really all come about? So we're, we're not the smartest guys in the world, sometimes a little <laughs> bit stubborn. So we were going down the path of doing apparel. Like this is one of our original salt hats here I'm wearing. Yeah. And even though apparel didn't really fit our mission, you know, our, our mission has always been about, you know, uniting friends and family through fishing. And, and, and it was also just in general education based, like we wanted to put out great content and, and helpful advice for in particular inshore saltwater anglers. 
and and so we were doing apparel didn't really like it but it was paying some bills and we kept hearing people because we were luke and i were out fishing every week that was back when i lived in, in tampa in those those early years of salt strong and we're fishing you know at least a couple times a week and and people started saying hey you know what i i pay money to to see where you guys fish but more importantly you know, how you actually fish an area, meaning how do you approach it? How do you position your boat? If you're using a power pole or a, an anchor, like how there there's, there's a lot more, right. As you know, than just giving mm-hmm. someone a GPS spot. Right. I mean, that there's a reason guides like you have a business, you could take clients to your best spots all day long and half of them would screw it up. If not the majority of them. I mean, there's so many yeah. more things that go in to being a consistent angler. And my brother was a tournament angler. So, I mean, he did that throughout the corporate world and just he's always had a skill level that's way higher than mine i don't even pretend to be a good angler around him until a couple of times i you know i outfish him i really rub it in but we kept hearing over and over again derek that people would say i'd pay money to to basically see you know exactly where you guys fish everything like from the how you pre-trip planted how why did you pick that spot right which goes back to trends not like, hey, here's a GPS spot on the map, but like, why were you in that spot at that time during that tide? And we heard it again and again, or like, man, we got at least five, six people that want to pay us money. And so we just started saying, how much would you pay? And kind of the, the number we kept hearing, someone was, was like outrageous number, like, I would pay a thousand dollars to see that. And, but a uh, hundred was kind of the number. And at the time that was like Amazon prime, that was Costco. We're like, all right, let's just pick 97 bucks. And, and then those five people signed up. And they were all floored in the beginning and we got it to a hundred. I remember getting a hundred. I was like, well, doggone, we got a hundred people paying us, you know, a hundred bucks a year. It's not a lot of money, but it like, yeah. we, it's a proof of concept. And then we started kind of pushing a little bit harder. Like this wasn't even on our website. Like it was, this was invitation only. Our whole club was invitation only in the beginning. So none of all of our videos now, like we promote it like crazy. Cause we, I mean, we believe in it. We know it works, mm-hmm. but in the beginning, we we're still kind of unsure. We're like, man, I, we'll invite people if they ask for, but we're not going to really promote this. And then we hit a thousand people. And I remember we hit 2000 people like, Holy smokes. Like this has got some legs. And then all of a sudden, and I don't know how, I still don't know how, but we were only promoting it in Florida. Even the ads we run were only a hundred percent Florida. And there was guys like you, in Texas, all of a sudden started signing up and we were scratching our head. We're like, all right, God, God's awesome. Or these Texans are confused. And I, I told you offline, <laughs> I lived in Texas for a few years, but uh, I, I just didn't understand it. But but we started to hear, we, we call these people like old school because like, hey, like, how did, why did you sign up? Like all of our stuff is in Florida. And they're like, well, man. And one guy said, he goes, he's like, here's what I found. He goes, a redfish is a redfish is a redfish. I don't care if it's in Texas or Florida, North Carolina. And I want every, I want every possible shortcut there is. And I know I can learn from somebody. So we're like, Oh, that's so true. And and we've now been back to Texas. We go to Louisiana once a year and it it is true, even though there are obviously some nuances and, you know, obviously water looks different and tides are different in different areas, but what he said was so true. And so that was kind of the, the genesis of, of, of really the club. And now, I mean, it's, you know, 25,000 members we just hit. And we've got, you know, it started off just the how-to stuff, the education, and now it's, we have our own private community and now we have tackle discounts and we have our own proprietary tackle. Some of it, I guess, right over here, this, these boxes, uh, I don't know if you could see this, I barely see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Look at all that. (laughs) Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that was kind of it. It just, and that was once again, that was around that time, that two-year mark is, is the real that 18 month mark is when all that stuff started to happen. And then looking back, I was like, wow, what, uh, I mean, what, what is just a, a cool story now? I mean, bro, my brother and I just get to pinch ourselves because we're getting to do what we love and we have an amazing community. We have amazing employees and, uh, and, and really just, just an awesome club with good, good people. Uh, yeah. Been neat. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear my dog. I think the Amazon guy's here ringing the doorbell or something that <laughs> she's going nuts, but, uh, um, we can edit that out, but, uh, um, yeah. And, and I see that too, you know, from a charter perspective over here, you know, as all the time I get people, you know, clients, you know, will go out on the wires like, well, I know you're not going to take us to your good spots and, and that kind of thing, you know, and I'm like, look, man, uh, there's no secret spots anywhere on the coast. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, I said, I can give you a location and we could go there today and kill them. We go back tomorrow. There won't be anything there. Yep. You know, it's like, it's all about the different parameters you got to look at, you know, tide, you know, cloud cover, bait movement, just all, all this different stuff, water clarity and, and, uh, and even wind, like I, we, yeah. we never even used to factor in wind. And now we're like, man, we look at wind every single time we go fishing. So oh, it's man, all those small things. It's huge over here. Cause it's yeah. always windy, but, um, <laughs> you know, I had, um, Tom rolling on not too long ago. And, uh, we were talking about, you know, when he used to fish tournament trails, stuff over yeah. here, he'd be like, it's like me and rich would come over there and we didn't know what the heck to do you couldn't see anything because the water it's not dirty but it's stained like you can't see the yeah, fish yeah. he was like we didn't know how to catch them and i was like yeah you just get used to it over here you look for different signs and stuff yep. and i go to florida and it's crystal clear and and i can see the fish before i even throw it to him and it's just like how do i get that fish to eat you know <laughs> totally different you know even though oh, it's yeah. the same fish but uh yeah. um but it's cool. You know, it's all about knowledge, you know, and what y'all are doing is awesome. And, um, um, and, and being able to share, share that and bringing in, you know, like the top people in the industry, like you guys are doing with all the guides over there and, and stuff. And, um, how, how was that initially trying to get some of these guys to kind of share some of their tactics and stuff was, were they apprehensive at first or, Oh, heck yeah. Just, yeah. That's what I yeah. figured. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and still some of them are, you know, um, there there's, there's still some that, and, and I completely get it, especially if, if part of their business is being a full-time guide right. that don't, you know, that we obviously don't sign stuff. It's all in gentlemen's agreement, but we'll never share their spots uh, or, you know, the, some of their secret bait places there. And so there's still some of that. Um, but, yeah. but deep down, all of them, what we found out, all of them want to improve. Like C. Richardson was a good one. He was one of the first big names that mm -hmm. we got. And uh, we work with him for, oh gosh, a year and a half. And, and he always says, guys, like, I'm constantly learning. He was one that kind of coined, he's like, it fishing is just a, like a never ending puzzle. And he's like, I'm just yeah. putting the piece of, I learned from you guys fishing with you guys. Cause you guys do something slightly different than I do. And he's like, I'm always learning. And so that's one. And number two, he had someone who helped him out. So every, whether it's your grandfather teaching you how to tie a knot or your dad, or just, you know, some good neighbor of someone at church. There's always been someone that, that, that has helped you. Like no one's just learned fishing 100% by themselves, no matter what they say, there is someone there that helped them at one point. Right. Yep. And so I think there's always that memory of, all right, you know, 
Joe or Jack or whoever it was helped me at one point, I, I kind of want to give back as well. So what we found is everyone we reached out to, no matter who they are, they, they truly do want to give back. Um, once again, some of them don't want to show their absolute like number one money spot, but which I completely get, but they all really do want to help and, 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 and at least teach and be teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I know, uh, um, my friend, Michael Shear and Shane Wilson, which I know, you know, now through oh, Fishing's yeah. future, I know y'all have got hooked up now. And, um, is it Mike Schultz over there is kind of starting up a fishing future chapter with y'all or. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We uh, help, we help kick him off and his, uh, nice. He and his wife are doing a, a great job and had an awesome showing in their first one. So, uh, yeah, they're excited about that. Yeah, I, ta I talked to Michael and, and Shane earlier and told him I was going to be on with you finally. So it was, that's a cool yeah. deal. Cause I think right. I had reached out to you, I guess last October when I was over there and, uh, we just oh, yeah. didn't, 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 it didn't happen, but, uh, had a bunch of stuff come up, but, um, um, they got in touch with you, I think right, not too long after that. So I was yep. like, what a coincidence. So <laughs> that's yep. pretty funny, but, um, well, um, you know, seeing the business grow and all this stuff and, and, and you guys do all this different stuff, you know, you've, you've wrote a lot of books and stuff and, and, and doing the salt strong thing. And where, where did, um, with the podcast side, I wanted to talk about this cause I think it's really important. Yeah. Like your unchurched stuff, stuff you do about faith and, and stuff you've been through in your life and that kind of thing. How, how did that start? You know, I know there had to be a lot of probably criticism of that oh, yeah. um, but also a lot of support for that and stuff and i know that means a lot to a lot of people you know hearing hearing from people about you know what they've been through their walks of life and, and faith and trusting in god and believing and all that stuff yeah that was i it was it's a tough one to like actually you know have like a smoking gun type of a day or some tipping point day and i don't really remember it was just always an itch just just like before where I didn't really feel 100% fulfilled. I, I felt like we had built this platform. And at some point, anything that you build, you kind of have to sit back and ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what does all this mean? Like, great, we have 25,000 members, right? You know, we've, we're able to pay our bills now and, and, uh, and, and buy a boat. But like, is, is there something bigger than that? And so I, I've, we've always felt like God was calling us to use this platform to do something for him, you know, kind of more kingdom driven. And at the same point, you know, I, we've all heard this before that, you know, don't mix business and politics or business and church, keep them all separate. But I, I I've read the Bible a few times now. And it, that's not really in there. And, and it, yeah. it never actually says you can't be a Christian and still be a business owner and, and not only be like open about it, but even be vocal about it. Just being a good person doesn't mean you're discriminating against people at all. Mm -hmm. It just means that you're, you're living you know, just as you do on Sunday with the same excitement for Jesus and for God as you do all the other days. Right. Yep. It, I mean, it's pretty simple when you think about it. And so one of those other kind of pivotal moments, right? We moved to Winter Haven. That was really when I really had that that itch. And, and that was a couple of years, two years ago or so. And um I, I was grilling out with my buddy Tim, who's uh who's very involved in in, in the big church here. And and I was telling him, I was like, man, I feel like I'd I'd love to find like a group of of Christian men who are also like business owners and and I don't want it to be like a Bible study, but I don't want to be all about business. I kind of want to mix. It's like, does anything like that exist? And he's like, it's like, you got to check out C12. And so I always plug C12 a lot on, on the podcast because they're kind of, they're the kind of one that made it happen. And this group C12, they're all over the country. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's called C12 because they have 12 people in every group, just like 12 disciples. And then one, you know, one leader and, and it's Christian, Christian business owners. There's big companies like Hobby Lobby. And there's some big companies yeah. that, that are behind this. Uh, and, and there's also a lot of just you know, small mom and pop companies too. And I joined and, and kind of told them what I'm telling you. I just, I was like, I feel like there's an itch. Like I, I want to, I want to use salt strong for something a little bit bigger. And, and one of the gentlemen in there, he was like, well, you should start by at least putting, you know, Jesus on your site. You have God on there. He's like, why not put Jesus? Like, I don't know. Kind of afraid I'm going to offend somebody. And, and he's like, who are you afraid of offending? Some random person on the internet? (laughs) Are you, you, are are you talk? Are you, are you with God or you not? And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I guess. Like I still had, I was just being honest. I was hesitant still. I was just like, man, it's like a big step. And, uh, and we did it. I mean, it's right there on our about page still to this day. And I don't know if you've heard the whole story, but we, uh, I did it, uh, personally, Luke knew about it. Luke was hundred percent on board, but uh, I didn't tell him that I was doing it that night. And so it was late at night, nine 30, 10. And I did it. I went to the site and I, I put, you know, uh, the word Jesus on there on our about page. First time the word Jesus had ever been on our site. And, and I hit save and I checked it. It's on there. And uh, so it's uh, on our God and Jesus and everything we do. And, and then I went to bed and the next morning, Luke's blowing me up at five something. And, uh, and he goes, dude, the site's down. I was like, what do you mean? It's, what do you mean it's down? He goes, I'm talking like down as an, I can't even log in as, as an admin. He's like, it's like hacked and shut down. And I'm like, one, I'm freaking out. And two, I haven't told Luke I did. I was like, I was like, you remember what we talked about doing about, putting Jesus on the side. I was like, I, I did that last night. And he goes, are you serious? And he's like, we got hacked that quick. He's like, dude, he's like, obviously we were still a little bit freaked out about the whole thing. So we just lose our whole business. Like we didn't know what right. was happening. We got it back later that day. It had been hacked. And what happened is we use WordPress and in WordPress, they have things called plugins and many of them are, are developed uh, overseas and, you know, part of these plugins are, they're, they're kind of scraping sometimes stuff on your site. And I guess there's some people in some other, another country, I won't, I won't say which one, but we're, we've, we kind of doubted down to which one it happened from. And they basically scrape your site for anything, you know, with Christianity, Jesus, et cetera. And they basically reverse hacked into our site and, and shut the whole thing down. Wow. And so that was also like a, a pivotal moment. Cause we're like, all right, there's some people out there that do not want us to have that on there. And so that was a big decision. We're like, all right, we're going full speed ahead. And then shortly after the unchurched thing happened, and that was also just from really going to those C12 meetings, you know, every, every month and praying over it and, and having these other 12 or 11 guys, you know, pray over it and give me feedback. And then, you know, pastor Johnny Kelly, who you mentioned, I mean, he was one of our, our really good insider members here locally and has a really cool local church and, and, I happened to be talking to him about something in his prayer. He's like, you know, I'll, I'll be your guest anytime you want. I knew he had a really cool story. I was like, let's just, let's just do it. And, uh, and, and that first one was, yeah, uh, you mentioned some criticism. I mean, that was one of the most scary and also exciting things. Cause we, I knew I'm doing it for the right reason. At the same point, you just never know, especially in this day and age when everyone's offended about all kinds of stuff how people are going to take it. And, and we did, we got some pretty nasty emails back, lost a few customers, but I, I believe it was three, if you can believe it. And I mean, obviously a biblical number too. It's just, it, it was crazy out of all the customers we had, we lost three that like, meaning like asked for their money back. Wow. And that's it. And, and, every, and, but we also had people 
because you mentioned we're you know nationwide. I mean, most most of our customers are where we have redfish and speckled trout and right. flounder and, and snook. So Texas to really Virginia, but we started getting people in Ohio and Illinois, like other states that ha- aren't even remotely close to saltwater. And they're like, man, I saw what you did. I've been following you on YouTube. I just want to support you. I'm joining. So like, it was just like, God blessed us and just so much cool favor. And uh, ever since we've done that, I mean, not just revenue wise, but the amount of testimonials, I mean, I'm getting them. Uh, and like I said, that's probably how you got my, you know, a lot of people get my email because I leave it on every unchurched yep. podcast and I, and I don't do it on other podcast and I leave it at the end of every one. And I get, I mean, it, it, it is amazing. Obviously I keep them all confidential, but some of the things that people have written me and some of the, the life changes that have happened from something crazy. I said, sometimes it's the podcast, like, man, no one's going to listen to that one. I bombed it. And all of a sudden someone writes me, I'm like, Whoa, uh, how did that even happen? Uh, it's just been really, really rewarding and really cool. Yeah. Well, you're making an impact and that's, that's, that's why. So, and that, you know, I, two years ago, three years ago, I guess, I never thought I'd be doing podcast. You know, I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. super busy. I got a lot of other stuff going on. And, and, and that just kind of happened out of um, circumstance, I guess. I mean, I've met so many cool people, you know, doing my job and, and getting in the charter fishing industry and that kind of thing with our youth program that we do. And, and um, I was just like, man, I love stories. I love hearing people's stories and how they got to where they're at. And, and I've found, um, starting up the podcast and interviewing people who I have never met, you know, I've found on Facebook or Instagram or people that I've known for a long time, you know, and talking to them, it's like everybody, everybody wants to hear those things, you know, cause they can relate to a lot of it. Yep. And, um, and so that's been a real a huge blessing. It's like, you know, I'm not making any money off of this thing. It's just a, a passion project right now, but it's gotten to be bigger and something that's really takes up a lot of time as you well know um but it's rewarding and i can't wait to see you know where this kind of thing goes you know next five ten years so but uh you know but um i think that's really really good you know having that doing the unchurched stuff and and being able to talk about that openly and stuff with people because now more than ever people need it you know and uh it's it's just crazy We, we were me and my wife were talking earlier today about just uh you know we, we had some some people recently that um that we know that, that took their lives and mm-hmm. uh very unexpectedly and stuff and it's like you never know what people are going through yeah. and um Man. so it's, it's just bad deal you know but you know having having stuff like salt strong and 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 good friends and family to hang around you know that's that's the good that you guys see coming out of this last couple of years so yes. um we appreciate it but so where I know you've talked in the past about kind of like your dream project and everything with uh, your theme park and all that yeah. stuff. And where's that at? I mean, how are y'all? Are, is that still a goal for you guys and, and, oh, and yeah. doing something? Yeah, we, we have not uh, officially done anything except right, but, just pray that God opens up the right doors and and, and really the right place. We, we kind of have... Uh, I'm not going to ruin it, but we, we, we have a pretty good idea of where it is. Um, nice. Now the, the funding is uh, the, the tougher part. That's always, okay. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there, there's um, like to give someone, so the, it's a fishing theme park is, is really it. And don't think of D- Disney and rides, but more of a, um, there's a, I, I guess a lot of people, I'm just trying to think of some, a lot of people have gone to, I mean, there's, 
uh, the Bass Pro Shops, the Worldwide Sportsman down at Island Rod. A lot of people been there. That's on like that's on five acres to put in perspective, like four and a half, five acres where right. they have, you know, not even I guess they have hotels across the street, but you know, a place where you got charter boat captains, and, you know, fishing coaches, if you will, to the retail, to the restaurants, and you have tanks in there where you can see all the fish for the the kids and the and really just have a place to unite people. And I'm talking about doing that like absolute next level. There's a place here in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, that that we go quite a bit uh, called River Ranch, and and that's if you've ever been there, anyone's listening has been there. It's it's awesome, and especially if you're kind of a little bit of a redneck, it's awesome. Uh, like our whole family loves it. So they they've basically created a theme park, kind of for like cowboys. I mean, they have a massive rodeo, and it goes every single Saturday night. They have a rodeo, and people all over the country. There's people in Texas that are coming to compete in this rodeo is like young, young kids. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's the biggest rodeo before you go into the, to kind of be a, a pro. And so you can go out there skeet shooting and mud buggy and <laughs> horseback riding. I mean, anything you could possibly imagine shooting guns and, and all kinds of animals. And obviously they have campsites, like a really nice hotel. And they have these teepees you can rent for like $900 a night. And I'm talking like a massive two bedroom TP with fireplace wow. and it comes with golf carts and four wheelers and all that. Like it, I don't know, but every time I go there, I get these ideas like, man, and like those teepees, these are like $900 a night for a TP. Dude, they're booked out four to five months in advance at any it's given crazy. time. And so like, they've done such a good job of creating wow. And they, and it's all about uniting families and, and every, after the, the rodeo, they have a massive bonfire and music and everyone's out there doing marshmallows and stuff. And, and no one's getting them. There's no fights or anything. No one's getting drunk and, and obnoxious. It's just good people out there having a, having a good old, good old time. And uh, so anyhow, that's, that's a great kind of analogy. If anyone wants to go a uh, quick little plug there for river ranch in a Kissimmee, Florida, you'll you get an idea of, of what I'm thinking in, uh, in terms of where we're going with it. So. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool when it happens. So we'll definitely oh, yeah. bring the family over there. Yes, sir. So, well, I know we got to wrap it up, but, um, um, if y'all, uh, y'all got any big fishing trips or anything planned out? I know we got ICAST next week. This is the layer after, but I know yeah. we'll probably run into you over there next week, but, uh, um, that's always, it's good to be back to that this year after missing last year. It's like getting back, seeing the family again. Yeah. I'm, I'm so. pumped for that. We'll, we'll be coming straight from Carabao, Florida. We're going to be doing some fishing there. We're trying to just get away from Tampa St. Pete. They're having a real tough time with red tide and it'll continue for a while. Um, probably into the fall, which is just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. There's not, I mean, no matter how much we all want to do something, it's just tough uh, when you got something like that. So we're, we're trying to avoid the air and they're going to the keys and then we're going to chandelier islands. I've never Ooh, been nice. fish Louisiana, but I know it's a little bit more in Louisiana Biloxi area, but we're going to go fish the chandelier islands and that should be really fun. So nice. Well, yeah. if you or Luke ever get over here to the Houston area, let me know. We'll oh, absolutely. Out on the water. So I'd love to get you guys out fishing sometime. So absolutely. But, uh, but anyway, well, well, thanks Joe for being on and yes, uh, Thank we'll you. link a bunch of stuff for salt strong and the podcast and everything and show notes for everybody. And um, we will, uh, I guess, probably see you next week. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it, man. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for being on. Thanks, brother. That my very first job was in phone sales, like in a cubicle, and uh, I'm on the phone talking to this secretary. 
and she was she was in, I, I assume I didn't see her but she sounded just very uh, like just came here from like Asia like barely spoke any English and she's trying to write my name down and she kept, she kept saying oh Simone Simone and I go no Simon she go oh spell it and so I would spell it and I go S-I-M-O-N D-S and she go oh E-S Simone's I got it it's <laughs> so all these guys I'm, I'm listening my first week there and all these guys are around they're all kind of giggling and these were the older you know more seasoned sales guys and they could hear I'm struggling and I'm and I hear them laughing, so I'm like, no, it's Simon's. And I was like, with well, the DS, Simon's like diamonds. And I was getting frustrated, and all of a sudden they go, oh, Simon's like diamonds. And so it, the name just stuck forever. Awesome. Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.